I'm Lauren Stratton. Welcome to another episode of 365 Unplugged. I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful... Alistair Pugin. I get dragged and I tweeted about this because he works on Australian time to record these episodes. And he has the blatant disregard for the fact that it's actually after 11 p.m. at night for me. Well, it's, it's 8 a.m. for me, so, you know, <laughs> um, All right, so uh, my topic that I was hoping to talk about today is the role of Cortana in Office 365. What have you got? I want to talk ECM inside of Teams or content services inside of Teams, the lack thereof. All right, let's give it a go. Paper, rock, scissors, let's see if we sync up. Ready? All right. <laughs> One, two, three. I wouldn't get it. All right. Uh, this is, we need a coin. We need a we need a coin. We yeah, I think we need to coin. switch modes. Yeah. yeah. Um maybe we should build an app that's like randomizes. Anyway, so Cortana in Office 365. Um that thing over there. So, you know, what it's it's really disappointing to watch Cortana just being kind of like shoved to the side because think about this back in or was like 2014. Um, we had Cortana on Windows phones, and oh my God, that was the coolest thing since sliced bread. Um, we had the Microsoft Band, you know, Microsoft's first wearable and only wearable, uh, where you could actually say, you know, talking to it and say, hey, Cortana, do this. Um, and then, you know, we've kind of had it built into Windows 10. It's built into Office 365, kind of, well, it's connected to 365. Um, we've got, you know, this device over here, which is, it's okay. Uh, and then you've got a really overpriced um, thermostat. I mean, how much is that thermostat from Johnson Control? Like 400 bucks for a Cortana-powered thermostat? I mean, really? Um, None anyway. of what you're talking about matters to me because we don't get the shit outside of having Cortana on a desktop in South Africa. Well, and this is the great point. So what is going on with Cortana? So if you look at it from, you know, similar point, I'm in Australia. We've had Cortana for a while, but not as early as we did in the U.S., I've got an Xbox that has Cortana on it, but I can't access it because I'm in Australia. Yet I can run Cortana as an app on my Android phone. But to your point, that I have to set to be in the US, otherwise it doesn't work. Um, so, I mean, do you use Cortana at all in your daily life? Um, I, I do if my daily life includes me having to refresh my PC. <laughs> because then, then she comes up and she starts talking to me. I will be a little bit longer. Uh, please take some time and do stuff. And I'm going, great, my machine works. <laughs> the audio on so, my machine works. Do you get any of the uh, Cortana reminders um, in Office 365, the heads ups? I've never looked. Oh, okay. So one of the things you can do is if you install the Cortana app on your phone, um, and you connect it to your Office 365 account, some of the things that Cortana starts doing is actually uh, reminding you of things that you've promised to people in an email. Um, so you get an email basically every morning uh, saying, hey, Lauren, here's some things you might want to follow up on. You mentioned this to uh, this person, and it will be, uh, you know, the actual text that you've sent to that person. So I've got a list here of things I've sent to Andrew here and Sally there and Brad there and another one to Brad. Um, and then I can actually click on view item. Um, and what it will do is actually take me to that email, to that, you know, to the conversation. 
Um, this is really handy, but the problem is I think this extends greater than that into an AI in Office 365 conversation because we've got things like Focus Assist that freaks people out. Do you? Uh, sorry, not Focus Assist, uh, Focused Inbox. Do you use Focused Inbox? I do, I do. Well, what about the people you talk to, customers, um, colleagues? Do they use it or do they find it a bit? So, so strangely enough, I, it depends on what tenant I'm in because sometimes Focus Inbox disappears for three days and then it comes back. Right. And uh, like, hey, so what am I using? Customers, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, it's not a thing, right? We're so used to working the way we work and no. That's... So are we used to AI in the workplace, you know, giving us these little zero. hints and sticks? Zero, zero, zero. I think people that use Google are more happy with AI and more used to AI in their lives than people that don't. So think about it. Everything you talked about, Cortana right now, it reads mails and it talks to you and all of those things. Google does that. Google will tell you you need to go to the airport when you switch that on, right? Mm. It will look at your life and build out your life. And it does it really well. It does it really well. It will tell you what route to take, where you parked your car, all of those things. And it will tell you what time you need to leave for the airport. And but my lack of experience with Cortana is because I've got Alexa. She does exactly the same thing if I really wanted it to. Um, I like the idea of Cortana getting more ingrained in task activities, reminders about that. That's great. If I could plug Cortana into Planner mm. and her reading me my cards and I can respond to that, like in the old days, where you could literally talk to Outlook to say reschedule an appointment. Yeah, and I think that's actually a point there is I think where this intelligence um, would make more sense is, for example, um, if you were trying to book a meeting with me and the intelligence was to, to actually suggest to you, hey, Lauren looks really busy that day and you've picked the only free slot, um, that may actually impact him negatively if you take that last yeah. meeting. You know, yeah. I think those kind of little micro assistance things, but the problem is, before the intelligence can get there, it has to do little things like, hey, you've, you know, remember to do this to this person or, hey, it's time to get to the airport. Yeah. So the problem we've got, though, is Microsoft has, you know, screwed the pooch so badly when it comes to consumer tech um, outside of the Xbox, to be honest, that people just don't have the confidence in having Microsoft assistance in their life telling them what to do things, even though it's in the workplace. Um, and I think that's quite sad, but... You know, somebody out there is Microsoft's probably going to pissed off that I said that comment. Um, but um, you look at the guy who, or you look at what's happened with um, uh, Cortana in general. So it was, I can't remember what division it was part of. Now it's part of the office division. Um, and the guy who is heading up, uh, running it, has actually now departed the company. So what's its future? Hey, man, I can see you on your phone. No, but I'm, I, I have opened up Cortana. And I am I am quite happy to say that I am suitably impressed with the update to the Cortana interface. Yeah, it's good. But it was absolutely rubbish. It was rubbish before. Rubbish. I had but to go to my is, notebook. There was a Cortana notebook for skills, right? Yeah. But the problem is, will people actually install it? I think maybe what it does actually have a chance is if you called it the office assistant. Um, and it was rebranded. And there actually was a garage app called Office Assistant that never saw the public light of day. 
Um, but I only worked well, with Microsoft.com accounts and did all that stuff. Someone posted, I think we, we spoke, where did I, I, I read it in the week. Uh, the AI coming to office. It's mm-hmm. not Cortana coming to office, it's AI coming to office. So yeah. you can start uh, having sections in Word that you need to complete and it will assign a task to you and tell you that you need to complete the section in a Word doc. That's not really AI so, though. That's just, you know, flagging. Uh, do you think Dalv is AI when it comes to an E5 to tell you how productive you were? You shouldn't have a meeting. You should have a meeting. You mean my analytics? The my analytics, yes. No, I don't think that's AI either. I think AI is more being proactive. I think AI is talking to me and suggesting things to me based on me. So I think that Delve, so actually Delve, what you referred to when it's suggesting people um, and suggesting documents, kind of like we have with LinkedIn um, and other things, like based on your habits, we think this is going to be the right thing for you. Um, I think that is kind of AI, but that term AI is being used quite a lot inside of the the work well uh, everywhere but inside of so random. Yeah. but that's the thing is i think cortana should be rebranded to be office assistant um effectively the new clippy uh, <laughs> you can't replace clippy man i know we love clippy um but that's effectively what it is hey it looks like so, you're trying so to write a letter you, would you like me to help you do you do you think microsoft should focus their cortana efforts inside of the office ecosystem? I think so. I mean, I don't see it really being used in Windows 10. I'm sure there's telemetry to back that up. And I also don't see it being used in connected devices at home, like (laughs) Google is and Amazon is. Well, okay, you've got one of these as well. Um, Hey, Cortana, what is your name? I'm Cortana. So can I tell you the feature that I use on my uh, on my Invoke the most? What? Hey, Cortana, open Alexa. Hi, it's Alexa. Hello. That's what I use it for the most. I'm, I'm actually going to try that. Um, hmm, I'm not sure. That. What else? No, what else? <laughs> I'm just going to carry on. But that's the thing is, the, I mean, you know, you mentioned skills before. The skills for the Cortana, like with so many Microsoft things, the consumer tech is so far behind, it's got no chance of catching up. It doesn't matter how fantastic it is. Um, all people are so ingrained in how they work. And as you said, like Alexa is everywhere, except in Australia on my PC. But, um, you know, I've got devices all throughout the house. So Alexa is my consumer. This thing's never going to become my consumer tech. Um so, yeah, I think, in all honesty, scrap the Cortana brand, um, you know. Wow, that's harsh, eh? Call it Office Assistant and pick it. Well, uh, because if you think about it, you've got, what is it, Cortana um, Analysis Services in Azure? I that's the new app. Yes, that's it is the, quite pretty. That is proper, mate. They've done huge things around the app. I'm suitably impressed with the app. As yeah. far as the AI inside of that speaker, not so much. But, but the they've, see- they've used the branding of Cortana in a whole bunch of different places. We've got it on a speaker. We've got it on an app. We've got it on an Xbox. We've got it uh, built into Windows 10. We've got it connected to Office 365. We've got Cortana Intelligent Analytics in Azure. 
So what is it? I get that it's your, you know, your name for your AI, but let's let's stop fragmenting the brand and just call it in office the office assistant or the or Windows Cortana, assistant. Cortana for office. And then have a, her yeah. perform a set amount of skills that actually adds value and improves productivity to the stuff that we do on a daily basis. Because then I see value. Outside of that, um, she does absolutely nothing but look pretty on my shelf. Well, and that's the thing is there are a number of skills there available for Office, but I think they just need to be connected to each other. Um, I think instead of just being looking at my calendar, um, which is something that my analytics is also you know focused on is your inbox and your calendar, is they need to go beyond that. And they need to look at your to-do list, your plan- planner tasks and everything else in Office because we know they've got access to it via the graph. It's like, look at this and go, hey, Lorian, you can't do your job in the amount of time you've got allocated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, hey, Lauren, you should not say yes to this. I think that'll be a few years before we get to that. But I think part of the problem we initially have is people probably need to let it in to their world. They need to kind of trust it for starters and go, oh, that's a nice feature, even if they but, delete but the email. We, we trust Alexa, right? Yeah, well, we, we, we resign to Alexa's existence. Same with but Google. We, we, we accepted her because she was open and honest with us from the get-go. Well, yeah, except for when she records stuff we, we don't know about. But that's so, what they do all the time. <laughs> yeah. Our robot overlords. That's right. Yeah, I, I think right, that's, so, the same. And that's the example that I use is when people talk about AI and Office 365. I'm like, hey, do you use Netflix? Yes. Does it suggest content for you? Yes. Hello. Yeah, same thing. Right. Is, is I think they call it AI because they have an algorithm that sniffs through things, and that's what makes AI. So the terms, it says, Brad is saying, modern workplace and digital transformation. It's got the same hook. AI, IoT, we've got to play, we've got to play buzzword bingo. Um, literally, you have to do it. Yeah, Is that absolutely. it? Is that it? That's what, it. Are, what, what is the message here, Lorian? What is the message? Hey, Microsoft rebrand Cortana and figure out a way to make people like it because otherwise it's just going to die off. Sorry. And you heard it first. <laughs> Not first. I'm sure. <laughs> Not first. I'm sure others have said the same thing. But also the, the, the other point is to those who actually don't use Cortana, give it a go. It's not that yeah, crap. I'm, look, That's I'm going to relook at it now because of the app that I looked at today. And if you didn't, if we didn't rock, paper, scissors it now, I would not have touched the app again. Now I'm going to actually look at it. So you, you have won me over. Hashtag influencer. <laughs> All right. All right. Lovely. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Cheers, cheers.